Sponsored by JMR Rentals. JMRNY.com. We are the union. Hello and welcome to No Rest for the Weekend. I'm Jason Godby, and today we're talking about Hollywood on Strike. And to help me do that, joining me now in the Rabbit Hole studio, he is an actor who you'll know from his many film and television appearances. And he's also a member of the SAG-AFTRA Negotiating Committee. So want to get right to it because we've got a lot to talk about it. Welcome, Joseph Melendez. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Great to have you back, man. It's been no, a minute it's, it's, since it, we've it's been in here. It's definitely been a minute. Can I, I just got to make one small correction to what you said, though. It's not a Hollywood strike. It's a national strike. We're not just Hollywood actors. We're all over this country, and there's locals everywhere. Um, and we don't want to forget them because that's this strike is actually more for them than anybody else. Well, I, I think for the only reason I say Hollywood strike is because I, I think for most people, that's what it means. When they think entertainment industry, they think Hollywood. But I know what you and mean. And I hear that. Because you're, you're an East but that's Coast actually, actor. But that's actually why I wanted to make that distinction. Yeah. Because most people have this really um, misleading idea of how actors live and, and what our, most actors' lives are like. So that's why I wanted to make a point of, of saying that it's not just a Hollywood, because that gives, the the, the, the the idea of saying Hollywood gives it the glitz of, of you know, that that life that isn't what we really live. Yeah, and, people think Tom Cruise is on strike. Right, well, <laughs> you know? I, well exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> um, well, we'll get, we'll get into it, we'll get into it, because um, I did want to kind of do a deep dive. We I actually said, um, the other week on the show that I was I wanted to cover this. We haven't been able to cover it just because of our schedule. And I'm really glad you could take the time to come here today just because I feel like this is important and it is the story right now Absolutely. in terms of the entertainment industry. So um, first, let's let's talk about it. Like without I know there's a lot of things you can't talk about. So if you can't talk about something, just let me know. But can you just give us a general overview of the genesis of the strike and what what was the shot heard around the world, so to speak? There isn't a single shot heard around the world. That's the thing. I mean, this is something that's been going on for years. Um, I've been on the negotiating committee for, uh, I believe this is my fourth contract now. Um, and we, we've just seen how, I've seen personally, how the producers are, are, are you know... <laughs> yearly or not yearly but you know uh when the contracts are up just nickeling diming us um you know if we were to accept the the the, the uh proposals that they, they'd accepted we would be making about five percent less in real dollars this year with the acceptance of their of their raise than we would have been in 2020 so five percent less 
And that's not even factoring in the other things like people talking about AI and yeah, all no, the, that's, that's, just, that's we're just talking we're just talking salary right now. Right. If we were to accept what they offered us in real dollars, we would make five percent less than we would have in 2020. That's the genesis of this strike because that's not happened overnight. That's happened over years and years. And as um, CEOs have, have, have increased the profits for their stockholders, which, hey, I own stocks. I'm all for it. I'm, you know, I'm not against it. Um, but they've... The and no savings... one's saying corporations can't make money. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a billionaire basher. I'm not at all. Um, they work just as hard. They work just, they work hard to make their money as well. They're basically making profits for their shareholders on our backs. And that's just not cool. Well, first of all, the writers struck in May. And now in, in July, uh, sag after went on strike. Now, by the time this comes out, this will probably be a few weeks into August or so. Can you talk a little bit about the impact on the industry that it's had? Oh, that's the part that, nobody, that, that, that I don't think anybody's really thinking about because it's, 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 it's a horrible idea. I mean, it, it's going to have a terrible impact. Look at it. I mean, my personal opinion, this is, again, no, no insight, no, and it's having nothing to do, even if I had nothing to do with the... Uh, negotiating committee, I would say that this is going to be a long strike. It's going to go on for a while. And it's going to be devastating to a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of losses. We're going to lose a lot of people who are just not going to be able to stay in the industry. They're not going to be able to stay in the business. And they're going to give up their careers because they're going to have to do something else that, that makes them money. And that's horrible. And it's sad. Well, that's I. That's the other thing I, I don't think. And, you know, I remember Fran Drescher when she came out in that you know, she was talking about the impact, not just the writers, but then, you know, with the actors especially, uh, that's a lot of people. That's not just not actors just and writers. Act, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's all the, the crew people. Yeah, it's all the people who service the... You have the service people. You have, um, you know, when we were in L.A. doing for the negotiations, um, ironically, the hotel we were staying at, those of us who were from the East Coast, their contract ended literally the exact same day as ours, June 30th, and they went on strike. We had to move hotels because of, because of their strike. So, I mean, it's a, it's a summer of labor, which is really cool, and I, and I think that's going to be great for, for us. Um, but, like all wars, I think it's going to be bloody and that there's going to be a lot of... There's going to be casualties. Yeah. A lot, lot of collateral damage, uh, um, and I don't know if people have realized this yet. When the writers struck, I th I said, "Well, okay, that's we had a writer strike back in 2008, right?" Oh yes, I remember that and, all too well. Um, <laughs> the other impact, you know, that had a big impact, and that was kind of a big rise in like reality shows and documentary stuff, stuff they didn't need writers for supposedly. But it was also the before the rise of streaming. Right. So it's not going to they're not going to be able to get away with just reality shows now. That that that's the issue. It's like people are now used to their content when they want it. And um and the premium stuff, the stuff yeah. that's written by professionals and, and acted the, by and, professionals. And, and the only one the only one that has that at this point is Netflix. And without going into too much of the minutia of the contract, mm -hmm. what is the hope going for? Like what do you guys what are you what are you guys looking for? What are you hoping they come to the table with? The career that I've been able to to, to have 
will no longer be attainable. You, you can't, you will not be able to be a journeyman actor anymore. I, um, I've had the, the again, the pleasure, the luck, the, 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 the whatever to, to, to be able to do a bunch of network shows. And I've been lucky to have network shows that, that, uh, that are big and, and earn a lot of residuals. So I get covered, my, my residuals are covered a lot of times through that. So I have, I have a steady income, which is going to die out, but with the way streaming has come in and, and being the, the, the main uh, uh, vehicle for everybody to consume um, any kind of, you know, content now, it's not the same. I mean, just you just cannot make money on it. it the way they're, the, the structure that they have is it, it, just, there's just no way. And there's no way to survive. In terms of residuals, because we've heard a lot about residuals since the strike happened. What is the difference in you? Because you've worked on network shows that have been on television, right? Well, what, what's the difference like, in the I, check? I'm, I'm like, not going I'm, I'm to go into specific numbers, but I'm just going to say I have made, I've, I've worked on shows, uh, streaming shows that have won several Emmys, um, several. And I've been on network shows that have won no Emmys, <laughs> but that run forever. And I've got to tell you, I've made easily four times what I made on that one show, that one streaming show on any given network show. I've made at least at this point, four times as much as I made, I've made on, on that one show that's won a bunch of Emmys. And that, is that the difference between like network and streaming? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you just make nothing. So it's a quarter. It's basically a quarter of is, what you made. That, but the thing is also, it, 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 it decreases as it goes. So, you know, your first year you'll, you'll get, I think, I don't want to say any numbers because I know they won't be correct. But 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 you know you'll get a percentage of your pay for the first year, the second year it drops, and third year it drops, and by the fourth year you're making nothing. You know now you're making a dollar. Maybe you're making a, you know getting a residual check for a dollar. What was the excuse in terms of that? In terms of when AMPTP, when you're talking about hey why can't we just do what we used to do with network on streaming, um, and get some equality doesn't work i mean they're, they're just completely different models um you know network we're used to doing you know anywhere between uh, what is it, like a, a 22 to 26 episodes in a season right you know streaming you get maybe 10 right. 8 to 10 6 8 10 so first of all there you have a, you know, a problem so you're, you're doing not half as many episodes right but then we have other options that other issues that that, that come in um like options which you know w w you know the, the and this is again a specific issue that comes with streamers because there's no schedule the way there is uh, um with network tv so they'll have an actor and you know they'll hire me for a show they'll air the first season but they're not sure what you know they want to see how the show does so you know, one two years pass before they decide to do the second season now they've picked up my option but that doesn't mean they've paid me i've gone the last two years not being paid but not being able to get other work because you're tied to the option. i'm tied to this show you know we have got we have folks with with uh so do, doing series regulars who don't qualify for health insurance because of things like this. Yeah, I'm, I've heard horror stories about people it, it, who've been on these big shows like like uh, Orange is the New Black or Stranger Things or something like that. 
Exactly. And these are shows where people are making millions of dollars. Like for Netflix, those are the shows that are bringing in the subscribers that they're getting year after year and every time they launch a new season. And the writers have the same problem too. Like it used to be if you wrote on a television show, you 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 were on that contract for like a year exactly. or two well, I mean, writing you know, 23 got... episodes and now you're you're brought in for a short amount of time. You write your episode out of like 8 or 10 and then it's just a gig and then you're gone. Right. And they don't even have a reader, uh, writer's room. What have you guys proposed and what is the hope going forward? We know again not to get specific but there's uh, we we we've started working with a company that does do some of this analytics work for some of these producers keeping track of the streamers. So w they do exactly pretty much what we need them to do. Um, so we were going to use them. We've used them to build a business model that we've laid to uh, put in front of the, the producers to say, uh, you know, to, to um, get happy. You know, we, we produce, uh, uh, put forward a 2% revenue share model. So on this the streamers, would, uh, on subscribers, on subscribers, okay. rather than just on views of the show, you know, and that's going to be spread out throughout all the shows in the series. It's not just for, you know, a specific show. So for for you guys, it's it's about like changing the business model slightly, not revamping the whole system because you're not going to change the way streamers work and the way they make money. Right. Um, but we, I mean, there's, I mean, we have to also uh, our um our SAG after health plan and the pension plan the the, the contributions have haven't changed in 40 years the caps so they've done nothing for inflation so we we need to get increases in that as well i mean again we've above 80 percent of our membership doesn't qualify for health insurance that's just unacceptable i mean and it's a 20 and it's twenty six thousand dollar uh point that you have to earn to to, to to, to qualify and not not 80 percent over 80 percent does not that's ridiculous for you right now going forward like you guys and like we said we can't go into specifics but you guys have put deals out um and you know by the time this airs i won't ask you where the negotiations are per se but i know that you know this does obviously concern with actors what do they do in the meantime like so, like well, for, first of all, I've read lists of what they can't do. Right. Um, obviously, they can't take a job with a and any AMPTP company. Right. They can't audition for anything like that. And you guys have said that you don't even want non SAG non SAG or SAG eligible people to audition for those because that would be like scabbing. Absolutely. So, what can they do? Uh, audiobooks. We can do uh, anything that's on netcode, um, which is uh, soaps, game shows, um, animation, TV animation. You can still do. There's a bunch of stuff. I mean, if if you go to, um, so it's Sag not like they can't work at all. No, 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 not at all. That's the thing. And we also, I mean, that's a great question because that's we've also um, that's why we've offered these interim agreements that have been caused a hubbub in the last Talk about days. that a little bit. Can you just explain what an interim agreement is? An interim agreement is the, our last offer to the AMPTP. We've, we require any independent producer to sign 
all the terms that we offered the AMPTP. So everything that that that's it's nothing new and nothing and nothing that that they haven't uh, there's nothing new in it. It's exactly what our ask in our package would be. If the producer signs it, um, they can work. You know, there've been there cannot have any kind of hand from AMPTP producers, meaning there can't be, um, you know, no, no money can be come in from uh, an AMPT producer. It can't be produced. Now, there have been issues, and I know that the people are going to ask about this, so I, I want to just come out and say it. There have been a couple of shows that had distribution, have distribution deals with something like Apple Plus or something like that, but, uh, but that are still shooting and that got an interim agreement. Those were given interim agreements because they're being shot in different in, uh, in different countries, and we still, regardless of what our country, what our laws are, and how we want to treat it, we still have to follow the labor laws of whatever other country we're shooting in. So, if it's being shot in England or Ireland or something like that, or or, or Greece or Israel, let's use more you know right. countries like that. They have very different labor laws, and if our members were to walk off of a set, they could be held liable. For right. their contract because it's considered breach of contract. Let's say, um, you know, Company X, production company, they're like, hey, we want to work with SAG actors. We'll sign this agreement. We'll give you guys what you need. But their distribution deals with Paramount for the well, movie. Well, here's the thing Paramount, if Paramount decides to distribute it, they. Uh, they take on the responsibility. They would have to agree to this. exactly. They that that's the whole point of the interim agreement. That that it's it, we're not just getting you to sign it and going. All right, now you're going to pay us all this. It's like, no. If if an AMPTP company decides to distribute a product that was shot under an interim agreement, they take on those rules. Okay. So okay. we don't lose. So, if you, if, so for and then if say an actor wants to do an independent production or something like that, that's the whole that. point of the IAs. That's that's what the that when, with the negotiating committee when we were when we were talking about it and we decided and we voted on it. The whole point of that was for our members you know, who who want to produce their own stuff. You know, you you know we're not we're not thinking, you know, a three million dollar budget. We're going, you know couple of kids that have like you know 25 bucks and they're shooting on their camera but they wanted to use you know their friend who is an, a sag after actor so let's just you know sign a spa agreement and you're fine you know i mean those that it's even smaller they, right. so but there are lots of productions that are going on that who who've raised money independently have no nothing to do with any of the big studios even yet they don't even have a distribution i mean they're some of them are not even shot so they don't have deals, distribution deals yet. Why shouldn't they be able to continue shooting? Right. Yeah, I think people, and I think that's where a lot of the resistance to the strike came, was like, oh, God, we can't do anything. We've had this thing. We've that's been working in prep for three weeks. and you know. But if you're a small enough production, also, like, if you're taking it to film festivals, as long as the film festival isn't signed with, like, HBO or something, you can still go to the festival but you can't do, you know, like you can't you, promote. You can't do any promotion. Right. But so if if the strike is still going on when New York Comic Con hits, those actors can't show up. They can show up as themselves. They can show up and sign autographs as the individual actor. But they can't go but they for can't go the comic book movie that they're promoting. Exactly. Okay. They can't they, they can't uh, yeah, if you have a it, you, you can't go and promote, you know, your Star Wars or Star Trek or Marvel film, um, but you can go and sign autographs 
as Joe just, Blow just be you. and and you know and and promote yourself. All right, so um, I'm going to wrap up here in a little bit, but um, there is a strike fund for actors. Well, the, there's the uh, the Entertainment Community Fund, uh, formerly known as the Actors Fund, that's there specifically for this kind of situation. If if um, uh, performers have had uh, uh, issues paying bills, it, it, they can they, they've been an inc- an incredible organization, and actually, it's been it was fantastic. Um, uh, Dwayne Johnson just recently made a huge donation to the Actors Fund, which is part of this as well. Um, um, some ridiculous, like seven-figure number for the striking actors. That's to great. help to help us get that's through great. this, and I think that was just that's incredible. That makes me like the man even more than I already for, did. For actors out there who um, want to know more or um, more than detail that we can go through here, and for anybody looking to know more about the strike, is there a website or something? org. I'm going to say that again. It's www.sagaftrastrike.org. It has all kinds of FAQs. They are constantly being updated. Um, it'll also give you information on if you're um, if you're auditioned or or, or or working with a company that's applied for an interim agreement. They will have you. It'll show you where you can go to find the lists of the production companies that have been accepted um, with the IAs. So you don't don't take anybody's word on that. <laughs> just just a little bit of advice there. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's actually been a fantastic resource and we've been trying to stay on it constantly and update it. Um, yeah. And feel free to always, um, reach out to the union and, uh, uh, send your questions. You know, we always do try, we try to answer them as, as often as we can. And if somebody uh, wants to, um, hire you or follow you online, where can they find you online? find me online anywhere uh just go to imdb you can find me there you'll be and it'll have all my information for uh my 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 reps and and all um i hope there's somebody out there that wants to hire me (laughs) i work cheap no actually i don't 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 believe that (laughs) all right thanks so much for doing this man i really appreciate it thank you for having me it's always a pleasure man i love Um, being here with you I'm going to wrap up. Thank you so much for taking this trip down the rabbit hole once again. Now, for more of our content, visit our website, norestfortheweekendpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash getbehindtherabbit. You can also find us on Instagram at norestfortheweekend. I'd like to thank my guest, Joseph Melendez, and our sponsor, JMR Rentals. For Behind the Rabbit Productions, I'm Jason Godby. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.